We hear about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. You heard what the show is dedicated to, safe, healthy ways, safe and healthy ways of not just helping benefit, but often completely eradicating, completely eliminating, completely getting rid of, and even if we can use that C word on occasion, curing medical problems that are virtually considered Un- unhelpable. And that's what our show has been doing uh, for oh, the last two and a half years that we've been on. I think we're approaching another anniversary this May. In any case, I want to get right into the show because it's very packed this time, uh, as most of our shows are. And I always try to get it done in one show if I can. So you don't have to go and listen to extra shows unless there's so much information. I have to add a part two onto things. Um, so first, I always want to thank, and this is not directly, but indirectly, a very important part of what we're going to be talking about today to some great degree. And that is ozone. Ozone, our, our sponsor, Promolife, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E at promolife.com, sells all sorts of medical and home care ozone products that you could use. Um, they're, they're the best in the country. They uh, manufacture everything here. They stand behind everything they manufacture. Uh, they repair their machines. I don't. I think they have a guarantee on it, like every other company does. But they seem to want to do it forever for you, if God forbid a machine breaks. And remember, it, um, ozone generators are just machines. They can have problems, but there is have very few. They stand behind it. They're in Arkansas, so it's very easy to ship to and from them and get things done very promptly. They have amazing ozone products, ozonated oils, and other products that you could use. We speak about them on our shows very frequently. And if you call them on the phone at 888-742-3404, that's 888-742-3404, they'll do something special for you. Just say you've heard about it here on the show, and they're going to take very, very good care of you. Um, I also want to thank um, Doctors Biome, but we're going to be talking about that on the show. They're my other sponsor. That's how we're able to do these shows every week for you. And very importantly, remember that these shows are archived. Um, Within 24 hours, you can go to episode directory and listen to any of the shows we've done. And we've done quite a a few now. And at the same time, we will repeat shows that are uh, important, like I will be repeating a show next week while I travel. Um, And the reason I'm traveling is I'm going down to Florida uh, to do a presentation on the importance of the name of our show today, the importance of microbiome, that's probiotics in the prevention and treatment of cancer. 
I'm going to be at Annie Appleseed in West Palm Beach. Annie Appleseed is an alternative cancer seminar put on not solely for doctors, really, but more for people and their caregivers on all different things, all different methods of treatment to help improve the immune system and help treat cancer effectively. Annie has been putting this on. I'm not sure if this is the 15th or the 16th. The last time I was on, uh, I was, I, I appeared there was uh, just prior to the pandemic in 2020 in February being declared here. And I lectured on ozone therapy in the prevention and treatment of cancer. And um, uh, that's why promo life is so important to this. And at the same time, um, so because you want to be doing ozone therapy for certain if you do have cancer. But um, also, I want to talk, um, we're going to talk about why microbiome has become so important to me, what to look for, how to use it, etc., in the prevention and treatment of cancer. As you all know, uh, I've been doing, well, if you haven't, you don't know, if you haven't been listening, uh, this is my 33rd year doing intravenous ozone therapy. We've done over 400,000 treatments. That's more than any one clinic in the world and more than all the clinics put together in all of North America uh, that we know of. Not more than all the clinics in the world, <laughs> but I've trained about a third of the doctors here. And of all the different methods you use, if you combine all the treatments ever done here, at least in, you know, since I began, probably did more than all of them uh, collectively. Now, having said that, because ozone kills all virus, fungus, yeast, mold, cancer cells, bacteria, uh, parasites, toxins, it eliminates all harmful free radicals and toxic metals from the body. I know that I'm killing all the good boys, all the good bacteria, the probiotics that are supposed to be living in the, not only the wall of your gut, but throughout your body. The body, the body, as you've heard other shows I've done, the, the, our gut, the over a trillion bacterias that live in our gut communicate with virtually every organ in our body. And if it's healthy bacteria living in our gut, we can help prevent as well as treat things um, that normally couldn't be helped and treated. Um uh, so, it's not about whether you do need it, because if you have ever had an antibiotic, even once in your lifetime, if you've had intravenous ozone therapy in any of its forms, if you have flatulence, if you bloat, feel bloated after eating, if you ever feel constipated, if you have occasional or frequent diarrhea, certainly if you have cancer, and if you receive chemotherapy or even radiation, um, if you have acid reflux, if you have any digestive disease or disorder, from C. diff to um, any dysbiosis, um, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, colitis, ileitis, duodenitis, um, just any one you want to name. If your tongue is coated white or black, if you are chronically tired or fatigued, um, if you have recurring genital or urinary tract infections, um, if you have chronic sinus infections, all these things can lead, all these things uh, can lead to um, 
trouble losing weight, you feel depressed, you have fungus nails, you have diabetes and have trouble controlling your sugar level, well, then you need probiotics because antibiotics, farm-raised fish, um, uh, beef or, or, you know, or poultry that isn't organic um, are all loaded with antibiotics and whether or not you, you burn the meat or not, it's... It, it just kills all the good boys off. So let's go into what you can do to help not just treat, but help prevent cancer. Remember, in terms of all the things that we see in medicine today, we have amazing success just about with just about everything. The one area that success is iffy, it's certainly much more limited, is cancer. This has been a very bad week. It's one of the reasons I decided to do this show live um, now uh, because I'm going to be presenting this, as I said, next week um, at uh, Annie Appleseed um, uh, cancer meeting um, is because this week, as of just before this show began, I've had nine phone calls now on cancer. I don't know why. Normally, I'll hear from maybe one or two people at most, uh, literally from around the, the, the country, if not the world, every week, asking about ozone and cancer. This week, I've had nine phone calls, and it's just Thursday. I don't know why suddenly it's all happening. Maybe it's because I'm going down there to speak and present, but who knows? In any case, it did. And I said, this is something you all have to uh, hear because you all know how prevalent cancer is. If you're listening to the show and you have cancer, this is major league important to you. So we're going to go into what are probiotics? How do they work? What do, what do they do? Um, what works? What doesn't work? And then how do they work against cancer and what you should be doing with it? So in case you don't know, you're going to get a little primer on probiotics now. And probiotics, many of you, it's, it's, they're putting it in everything today. They're selling you probiotics in, in uh, shampoo. There's probiotics in um, orange juice. There's probiotics in all sorts of foods. And they, they're using them without any care as to whether they're really going to have any benefit or not, because they believe that people out there have heard these are good things, you should do them. And if they can sell a product, if they can market something to you, whether it's going to have any benefit or not, that's the way marketing is. We're in a free enterprise society here. I mean, that it's buyer beware is the expression. It's a free enterprise society. People are allowed to do these things. They're allowed to make money. They're allowed to make profit. After all, we're not communists, so they're allowed to do this, but they should be doing it in a moral and ethical way so that at least you're benefiting from it and not being tricked or misled into buying a product and using a product that'll have absolutely no value to you at all, all right? So probiotics, in case you don't know, are live when they're working, live microorganisms, they're live bacteria, which when administered in adequate amounts will give you a health benefit. Simply, these are healthy bacteria living not just in the wall of your gut, 
But throughout your body, you're supposed to have healthy bacteria in your mouth, in your brain, virtually in all your organs. And they communicate. They speak to one another. Now, what we've learned over the years is that probiotics are not all created equal. People want to sell you these things, but it's not really, though it should be, important to them whether they're going to really work or not. Now, probiotics, bacteria, healthy bacteria, need food. The food for probiotics are called prebiotics. Prebiotics are food that they want to eat. Simple as that. Onions, soybeans, asparagus, bananas, leek, uh, grains, artichokes, garlic. These are foods that prebiotics that make up what we call prebiotics, green leafy vegetables in particular. And there's these things are officially designated prebiotics um, by the um, an international organization that I'm a member of says they're a substrate that's selectively utilized that's selectively utilized by host microorganisms conferring a health benefit. So basically, the food for the bacteria. Okay, the pre, they're not digestible. Actually, prebiotics aren't really digested except by these microorganisms. They're the ones that use it. It's basically fiber, natural indigestible fiber. Um, it can be from carbohydrates. Uh, probiotics like to eat sugar and like to eat basic carbs, you know, which break down into sugar. Uh, that doesn't make them the strongest and the healthiest, um, but they will eat that. Um, fact, um, one of my, uh, when I, we started doing some research in this, we found that if you feed healthy bacteria sugar, they'll go to sleep. Now, let me change that. <laughs> if you, if you, when they're born, if you raise them on vegetables, <laughs> that's all they want to eat. They want to eat the natural fiber from all the different vegetables, from grains, legumes, things like that. That's what they love eating. But if you feed them sugar, these healthy bacteria will go to sleep and they'll stay dormant for a very long period of time. And then what was sort of weird and, and interesting is they can come back to life again. And when they come back to life, they'll start to eat the sugar. Uh, I guess you starved them for so long, they came out of their room and they decided, okay, I'm hungry. I'll eat whatever you're going to feed me. All right. But what we found was they're not nearly as strong and as powerful as the ones that were being fed the vegetables, so to speak, the natural fiber from vegetables and grains, legumes and things. So now with that in mind, a word came into being because people became smart in producing these things. And they said, let's put the, the food and the good bacteria, the prebiotics and the probiotics together. And they put them together and they call it a symbiotic. 
Symbiotics improve immune function. They prevent infections. They can reduce inflammation. These bacteria can help improve your mineral absorption in your gut, prevents harmful bacteria from growing, and helps kill off the bad bacteria in the gut. Um, They're important for your urogenital health. They're anti-carcinogenic, as I said. They prevent osteoporosis. They treat liver-related brain dysfunction, where you get moved. There's a gut-brain axis we've spoken about that can cause you depression and anxiety, but perhaps brain cancer. They're um, anti-allergic. They're, um, uh, they get rid of Um, all sorts of diarrhea and constipation problems. They can help lower your cholesterol. They can prevent colon cancer, lower your blood pressure. They have all sorts of communication with all parts of your body. So symbiotics were the idea to put the two together to help make it work better. And Symbiotic basically is a mixture, uh, and this is the official definition, comprising live microorganisms uh, and substrates, meaning the prebiotics, selectively utilized by host microorganisms, and this is key, that confers a health benefit on the host. So you simply prebiotics and probiotics. Now, if you combine the two together, they've got to work. If they don't work, what good are they? So you can call something a prebiotic, you can call something a probiotic, you can call something a symbiotic, but if it doesn't work, what good is it? Okay, we're going to be talking about that. Um, And then there are things called postbiotics. So you're starting, you may start hearing that, that word now. A postbiotic is basically some kind of preparation of inanimate, They're not living microorganisms, but inanimate microorganisms or their components that can confer a health benefit on the host. The key is to confer a health benefit. Okay. Now, it doesn't have to be a a postbiotic does not have to be uh, derived, doesn't have to come from a probiotic, but it can, particularly if you have the right kind of probiotics. As they die, as they break down, they actually continue to work, okay? And you see them in fermented products, um, all sorts of places that they've learned that postbiotics, okay, can be very beneficial in doing many different things. Um so basically, I call it the, 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 the waste left behind after your body digests both prebiotics and, post, and probiotics. So it's kind of the waste. But postbiotics um, in, uh, include nutrients such and help make vitamins, B vitamins and K and amino acids and substrates, um, antimicrobial peptides. Peptides are becoming very big in the, in the functional medicine world. Okay, basically short-chain fatty acids that help bacteria flourish. All right, now what we're going to do is go to our first break. When we come back, we're going to move on with this and stay with us. It's very important to help prevent and treat cancer. We'll be right back. (music) 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. We're going to get right into things because time is fleeting. Uh, So here's the bad news. Most probiotics don't work. Most symbiotics don't work. They're virtually almost completely destroyed in your stomach by stomach acids and bile salts. So what does work? Well, first of all, they need to survive the stomach. So you need In that preparation, next-generation bacteria, next-generation bacteria have been created in a laboratory to be able to survive the stomach acids and bile salts of the small intestine, 85 to 90% at least. Then there are things called smart bacteria. These bacteria are created in a laboratory so that they can sense that they're attached to your intestinal cell walls and your intestinal cells, then they change the way they, they sort of like attach to it and change their genetic expression. They actually can evolve into living more happily in your gut. And these are all good bacterias that are created as smart bacteria. So they basically stick to the walls of your, of your gut and they can help them grow in number. But it's important that these next generation and smart bacteria be both 
and that they be chosen so that they can work and play well with each other. In what I call the colon sandbox, the problem is some like to overwhelm the others. Some are bullies, like Saccharomyces. Um, Saccharomyces is a bully. It likes to overwhelm the other bacterias, and it co- it, it's yeast-like, so it causes a lot of bloating. It's very uncomfortable. It can be very helpful, but it, it also comes with negatives. And you don't just want one to overwhelm the others. You want many diverse ones, okay? Then there's a thing called the medical food. Medical foods have to be, well, they're, it's, it's basically a more powerful version, okay, of a probiotic or symbiotic, a much more powerful version of it, if you want to just make it simple. Uh, but medical foods should be, even though it's just more powerful, um, you know, it's the difference between an over-the-counter strength something where you can just buy it in the, in, in the health food store or pharmacy or whether you have to, um, or whether it has to be watched over by a doctor. And that's the difference. It doesn't require a prescription, but it does require that you have a medical problem and you're being watched over, being supervised by a, by a healer of some kind. Um, so, Medical foods are a little bit more complicated. I don't want to get too deep into them right now, okay? But these medical foods are not those simply recommended by a a physician as part of an overall diet to manage your problems, okay? That's just a food supplement of some kind then. And probiotics and symbiotics are also basically food supplements. But some of the companies now have come out with more powerful versions, most of the time they don't work. So you need a kind of medical food if you have a serious medical problem like cancer. I don't think there's any more serious a medical problem than cancer, okay? So you need one that's actually going to make a difference, okay? And of course, you would let your medical doctor know whatever who that ever that healer is uh, that you you're going to be taking or want to take this medical food so symbiotics have always been the ideal choice for promoting gut health because you're putting the two their food source and the, the healthy bacteria together um, it helps create a healthy environment in your gut okay one of the problems that researchers say about probiotics is their survival difficulties as they pass through the intestinal tract, okay? And if they, if you have a depletion of healthy bacteria, okay, because of an unhealthy diet, maybe your diet is low in fruit and vegetables, or maybe you, you've been taking antibiotics or foods that contain them, even once, believe it or not, that's all it takes. Antibiotics kill good bacteria instantly. Ozone can kill good bacteria as well as bad bacteria, just not instantly like antibiotics do. Well, if you're doing these things, you can upset that delicate balance that's supposed to be in your gut and in your microbiome. And this allows yeast, candida, to overgrow and harmful bacteria to come in. Remember, we're always eating food 
or drinking liquids that are not sterile. And therefore, there's bacteria in there. There may be some good ones, but for the majority of it, there aren't. They're unhealthy. They're harmful bacteria. And it's our good bacteria and our immune system that has to fight this. Now, when they overwhelm our body, when you don't have any probiotics in you, you, you go into dysfunction. And this dysfunction in your gut is called dysbiosis. Okay? So the way to overcome this is with symbiotics. All right? Now, they came up with a bright idea. They came up with, all right, capsule powder tablet probiotics are destroyed over 90% in the stomach, whether they're symbiotics or whether they're, you know, um, uh, just probiotics themselves. So how are we going to fix this? What if we bypass the fact that they're already asleep? We grew them into adults, then we dehydrated them into a capsule powder or tablet where they went to sleep, so to speak. They went into suspended animation, hope that, hoping that when you drank them with water, they would come back to life again. So... That doesn't happen, obviously, from what I just said before. So they came out with a with what's called spores. So companies that realized that this problem was was a problem came out with spores. These are basically my basically minute one-celled reproductive units that are supposed to give rise to a new um, bacteria. Okay, they're seeds. It's like planting seeds to make a plant grow. Um, and they put these seeds of bacteria into capsules. And then they found out that there's problems. They still sell this, of course. But these were discovered that they basically don't. You see, now they have to put it in a capsule that will survive the stomach, stomach acids. So now it's supposed to open up in the small intestine. Guess what? They don't. Okay. So, what happens with the seeds is that the capsules may not open. You may actually find them in your feces. But let's move on. So, a television show on CBS TV here in the U.S. did a show called, uh, has a show called 60 Minutes. Generally, they like to destroy functional medicine ideas and topics. But they came up with a show. They did a 20-minute segment back in June or July of 2020, right during the pandemic after it began. And I have to say it was nothing less than flabbergasting. I couldn't believe that they were telling the truth for a change <laughs> about probiotics. They said that there's conflict among scientists and doctors, whether they work at all. And most of us who know anything about these things would say this sounds crazy. You already heard what things that I'm telling you go, well, I've been taking it. It's been helping me. So, you know, it, 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 it contradicts conventional wisdom about it because you may have been taking them and you did feel some benefits, right? Well, they had a Dr. Patricia Hibbert on who's reviewed hundreds of studies. She works at, um, in, um, in research, I guess, at, um, in North Carolina, uh, in, in one of the medical schools there. 
And she says she's also done her own studies, she told on the show, and shows that there's not enough high-quality research to recommend off-the-shelf probiotics for medical problems. She goes, over the years, there have been so many studies of various probiotics saying it's good for this or that. Well, it's chaos, she claims, and I agree. The whole idea, she says, that maybe throwing in good bacteria that, would, that we would take by mouth that hopefully would land in the right places in the GI tract and work with the immune system, she goes, well, we just don't know how to do any of that. So one of the causes she believes, and many do, for this confusion is the placebo effect. And don't knock placebo. I'm a very big promoter of placebo because that's making your body actually do something positive. It's not just a feeling. It actually, placebos can work. So some people say, well, I've taken probiotics and I feel better because they expect to feel better. And they do. And that's because you're manipulating the chemistry in your body to do these positive things. So on the show, they brought in professors, uh, two professors from Israel's Wiseman Institute of Science that had done a first of its kind experiment, professors Eliav and Siegel. What they did was they collected thousands of samples of probiotics that you could buy in the store and they got um, uh, a, a, a group of adult volunteers who were given these probiotics. Then they did something no one's ever done before. They watched them, they looked across the entire gastrointestinal tract from the esophagus all the way down to the exit in your colon. And all these volunteers underwent multiple endoscopies and colonoscopies. Now, an endoscopy, so what happened? First, they gave half of these volunteers a very large combination of probiotics that are right out in your supermarket or health food store. Then they gave the other half a placebo just to see what differences may, may take place. Now they put a scope down your, your mouth and throat into your stomach. And they watched what would happen. Okay. All right. And that's when they found that a lot of this was destroyed in your stomach. They also saw capsules that didn't open. Okay. Like they're supposed to dissolve and open. Then they did a colonoscopy. A colonoscopy goes through your anus, through your re into your rectum, and they could watch to see what happened when they it went through the small intestine finally and reached your colon, the exit point. And this is where you need the bacteria. Well, the results were, uh, and to quote them, were actually, this is their quote, were actually very striking. So what we're seeing is that half the people taking probiotics and the other half placebo, and the probiotics as they go in, they just go out and they don't populate the gut. The gut. So you, so you, you, you expect that from the placebo because there's nothing in it. You know, you know powder, uh, sugar, whatever they put in it. But with the probiotics, you would expect that some would populate and stick to the wall of the gut. So why didn't they work?
Well, many probiotic strains are very fragile. So they need to be protected from heat, oxygen, light, humidity. And they're supposed to, of course, these things can make them start to break down or die if they're exposed. Some of them are very sensitive to temperature. So they need to be sold refrigerated because heat will break them down. Um, So so what they found was, um, and I'm quoting them once again, It was highly surprising to us. Most of us or all of us are under the assumption these probiotics would settle in at least temporarily in our gut and would do the good things that we expect them to do. And they didn't. Okay. Now, remember, I already said that probiotics were created from living bacteria that were then freeze-dried and put into a capsule powder or tablet. Well, that freeze-drying process, putting them into suspended animation, kills many of them, okay? They just don't come back to life, and they don't have enough time as they flow through the gut, and that includes spores, to come back to life, grow into healthy adults, even if you have next generation bacteria in the capsules and next generation spores, if there is such a thing. Not certain of that. Okay. I've been studying this for, for, uh, for almost seven years now. And what I've learned when I began, I thought I knew a lot about probiotics. And <laughs> I learned that I know almost nothing. Five years of study tells me how much more I need to learn. It's just an amazing interesting and diverse topic. And when you start to learn over 15,000 studies and papers have been written just in the last decade that you can get. I mean, it's amazing. All right. Now, one of the problems is if you've taken a capsule and it doesn't open up, where is it? They found it was in your stool. I don't know about you, but I don't examine my my stool in my toilet bowl after I'm done. So if it isn't floating, <laughs> or and if sometimes I don't even want to even look in, you won't know that it's partially open. They basically don't have enough time in transit from when you swallow going through the gut to grow into healthy bacteria. That's why spores don't work. But if the capsules don't open anyway, what good are they? So what clearly is necessary, that's what we're going to spend the rest of our time talking about and why it's important in cancer, are complementary symbiotics. A complementary symbiotic is one that's proven to work. So obviously it had to survive the stomach and stick to the wall of the gut. Okay, these are beneficial bacteria when and and they need to be living when we ingest them. They need to be next generation created to survive the stomach. They need to be smart bacteria so they can stick to the wall and you need enough strains. You can't just do it in one, two or three strains like you find in kombucha and other products where there are living bacteria in kefir and um, kimchi and, and, and sour, raw sauerkraut. Um, you need many, many strains, 12, 15 at least. Okay. And what you don't want, you don't want them to have sugar. You don't want it to have alcohol. Remember, sugar feeds cancer. 
So you want it to have a low glycemic index. Very important for that. And most of the bacterias and things you get feed on sugar. We don't want that if you have cancer and you want to prevent cancer. You need enough colony forming units, enough of this bacteria, these bacterias to grow into healthy, strong adults. Okay. And they need their food. They need everything to live on the prebiotics as well. Let's go to our last break. When we come back, we're going to finish up with this and explain its importance again in the prevention and treatment of cancer. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. So moving on, and we have to move on because we're run out of time. Okay, so all these bacteria have to be living, not just alive at the time of manufacture. There have to be enough of them in there to begin with. Uh, over 20 billion minimum of the what they call colony forming units, CFUs. And they have to be growing in number. And that's why they should be living in a 100% organic juice that contains prebiotics. That's You got to give them the right environment to grow and live in. Of course, they have to be the smart bacteria as well. They have to have next generation and smart bacteria status. Of course, they all have to be approved by the FDA. Um, 
You can't buy it. You shouldn't buy it in large containers. The containers have to be dark, you know, or, you know, let's say amber in color. Uh, because if light and air, light hits it and or air gets in it, it will damage them. Okay. Um, that's why many of them need to be refrigerated. But ideally, you can buy a product that's shelf stable, like Doctor's Biome. No alcohol, and of course, gluten free for those gluten sensitive people. Alcohol is very important. You know, most fermented products contain alcohol, like kombucha. People with compromised immune systems, with like cancer do not want to be drinking alcohol at all, okay? Simple as that. Um, acid stable to survive the stomach, you know, which is makes the next generation. Um, and it has to taste good. That's important. Kombucha tastes terrible. Kimchi burn, can burn you, and particularly having a sensitive GI, many people don't like it. So all those different things have to be there. And that's where Doctor's Biome was created and adjusted until it finally came out. Because the problem was most manufacturers had tried to make this kind of product and failed. It took a, a, a team, uh, including Dr. Reza Kamari, a PhD from MIT in food science with a specialty in probiotics to figure out how to make this work. They could actually manufacture it. Now, there are many studies now that are coming out, and I'm talking studies. Here's one from just a, uh, just three years ago, um, pro, pre-pro and symbiotics in cancer prevention um, and treatment, a review of basic and clinical research. And what they found was there are a number of clinical trials that supported evidence that pre and probiotics, symbiotics can help prevent cancer. Okay. And the key is to take one that'll work. Another study just published in 2021, pancreatic cancer and gut microbiome. Okay. It talks about how dysbiotic alterations um, can trigger tumor formation in your body, elsewhere in your body, particularly um, in the development of pancreatic cancer, which is often a very deadly cancer, um, very low chance of success in treating it, though we have seen it. Um, never give up, never give up, never give up. You got to keep trying, but you got to try the right things. As you know, I've always been, as you've heard on other shows I've done on, on cancer, I'm a big fan of surgery for cancer. Uh, I'm okay with, I'm against ke uh, radiation. Chemotherapy may keep you going, and with, pro and with ozone therapy done with the direct IV method, it can help. But we're t let's stay focused on probiotics. So what they found in this study was the administration of prebiotics and probiotics, and literally they say this next generation probiotics, symbiotics and postbiotics, and fecal transplants through multiple mechanisms will affect the composition of the gut microbiota and restore its balance. And they found this extremely important in the treatment of pancreatic cancer. Another study from just a couple of years ago um, called Understanding the Microbiome, 
emerging biomarkers for exploiting the microbiota for personalized medicine against cancer. What they found was that the altered microbiome is one of the main reasons, damaged microbiome is one of the main reasons uh, for cancer uh, because it, it damages our genes, okay, and can lead to these complex diseases, including cancer. So they found that if you manipulate the human microbiome into a healthy microbiome, using probiotics and symbiotics, along with diet, okay, and prebiotics, that you can help fight cancer more effectively. Another study just published last year in 22, gut microbiome, probiotics, and cancer. And this one basically said, breast cancer has become a common uh, tumor that threatens women's physical and mental health. Microbial agents play an important role in maintaining the balance of gut microbiota and modulating intestinal immunity, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant effects. Available evidence points to a strong association between them and breast cancer. So they're always being cautious, but what they're basically saying is if you have an unhealthy gut, you're at greater risk for breast cancer. And men, you can get breast cancer too. It's not just women who get it. Okay, let's see. We have a little more time. Let's go over some more. Another study published in 2019, the relationship between gut microbiome, immune system, and cancer. And they go on. I'm just going to give you, a, you know, sort of a, a part of what they say. Uh, recently, relationship between gut microbiome and our immune function are discovered. The gut microbiome may have an influence on cancer medicine, such as development therapy uh, and therapeutic toxicity. Okay. In real practice, this influence is reported in some cases, such as colorectal cancer and other malignancies. The approach... So in the near future, the approach from gut microbiome may be a clue to improve the existing cancer diagnosis and therapy. In addition, the modulation of gut microbiome in itself for fecal, for MFT, you know, fecal uh, microbiota transplants, probiotics, and limited usage of antibiotics is expected to be hints for cancer medicine. So basically what they're saying is, Fecal transplants, probiotics, symbiotics are going to help in the prevention and treatment of cancer. And what is doctor's biome? Doctor's biome is a delicious oral, I don't want to say this to gross you out, an oral fecal transplant. Fecal transplants have been known to be dangerous. Very small percentage of people can die from it, but have. And, um, of course, you're taking someone else's feces and having it put inside your gut, hopefully to replenish it with healthy bacteria. Uh, it's very complicated. It costs, it's very expensive. And here you have an easy way of fixing it. Now, another study a couple of years ago um, 
The Chemo Gut Study, Investigating the Long-Term Effects of Chemotherapy on Gut Microbiota, um, Metabolic, Immune, Psychological, and Cognitive Parameters in, it, in Young Adult Cancer Survivors. So what they found was that by the restoration of gut bacteria using targeted therapies like probiotics and symbiotics could potentially prevent or reverse the psychophysiological deficits often found in young survivors following chemotherapy, ultimately leading to reduced symptom burden and improved health. Now, you've survived it or you think you've survived cancer, but it's still affecting you emotionally. By restoring gut health, we know due to what's called the gut-brain axis, there is a communication to your brain from your gut bacteria that can get rid of depression and anxiety, minimize it or get rid of it completely. It's called the gut-brain axis. So by getting a healthy gut again, this study is showing you can boost your spirits, you can boost your, your, your life attitude and worry less, be less depressed, less fearful, less anxious, and thus boost your immune system to fight cancer and prevent its recurrence. Another study, Microbiota and Cancer Kaksekia. Kaksekia is um, weight loss, muscle wasting, inf inflammation throughout your body. It can affect your whole body, obviously, because of cancer uh, horribly. And back, probiotics and prebiotics have been shown to improve the outcomes um, in, 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 in animal models with cachexia. I can go on and on. There's going to be, there's much more, um, but I think you get the point that I'm trying to make. So that's where Dr.'s Biome comes in. Doctor's Biome was created, not with this in mind, but it turns out to be with this in mind. And if you use the, you go to doctorsbiome.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E, doctorsbiome.com, and you put the code RADIO20 in, you'll get 20% off your first order. It can do nothing but help you. I guarantee, and they have a 100% money back guarantee no questions asked okay all right so don't hesitate to to if you know if you have want to prevent cancer if you have a cancer history if you in your family if you have somebody you know and love that has it you got to get this for them right away and you want to take two a day not one but two a day for the treatment of it and only one a day if you want to prevent it Simple as that. Um, in addition, Promolife, available at promolife.com. Remember, you can call them at 888-742-3404. And you want, if you want to get set up for home care ozone therapy, tell them you heard about it here on the show. They'll get you set up. They'll give you something special, a discount or whatever. And you can be doing rectal insufflation, drinking ozonated water, vaginal insufflation. There's a whole bunch of things you can do that can help prevent cancer as well as treat certain types of it at home. So you don't always have to go to the doctor, if, particularly if no one is available. If you need to reach me, call my office in Manhattan, 
at 212-581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. Or email me at ozone doctor, O-Z-O-N-E, D-O-C-T-O-R. All spelled out one word, ozone doctor at yahoo.com. Everybody, stay healthy, stay safe, stay well, and we'll be back again soon here on Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.